this is Dr. Hancock. And this month, we'll focus on Women's Month. And the focus for me is going to be financial literacy, a financial education. You guys, everything is based on the proverb woman. As women of God, we have to learn how to hear what God is saying in every situation. And everybody knows that a woman's job is never done. But with the anointing and the Holy Spirit, it makes everything so much easier. And the Holy Spirit will guide us and give us what we need in every situation. It doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that we're not going to get frustrated. It just know that we. it always allows us to know that we know what is our way of escape. And that's the Holy Spirit because the Word of God tells us that the Holy Spirit is there to guide us to all truth. So the very first thing I want to talk about is that proverb woman. We hear everybody talk about it. And I'm just going to read it because I really want you to really chime in and really find your inner self, that proverb woman. And we're going to start at verse 10. It said, who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies? The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so she will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly work with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. She also arrives while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From a prophet, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hand to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor and she reaches out her hand to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household. For all her household is clothed with scarlet. You guys, that sounds like a real virtuous woman. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he sits among the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor or her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom. On her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the days of her household and does not eat the bread of the idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have, come, have done well but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hand and let her own works praise her in the gates. Now, all the things that we read about the virtuous woman, y'all, she's an entrepreneur. She knows how to do business. She knows how to care for her household. She knows how to buy. She knows how to sell. And she makes sure that every part of our household is attended to. Well, how can we do that? We do that because the anointing. She can do that because the Holy Spirit is there to guide her. Sometimes we forget and get caught up in what we're doing in this world and what we have to do because the Word of God tells us that the woman or the wife is, is we'll focus on what our husband need. 
But a, a woman that is single focuses on what the Lord needs and what he wants. So this time we're going to be talking about the virtuous woman in, in her finances. So I want to first talk about virtuous mean high moral standards. In other words, the standard is excellence. Why? Because she trusts God because she, she follows God. And as she follows God, the Holy Spirit guides her to all truth. So I want to, I want you to understand the difference between financial literacy, which is a set of skills and knowledge that allows an individual to make informed and effective decision. And I want you to understand financial independence. And which one do you want to be? Financial independence means having enough income to pay one's living expenses for the rest of one's life without being employed employed or dependent on other people now which one you want to be financially literate because you know the information or you want to be financially independent now it sounds like the virtuous woman she was financially independent in other words she know how to use everything that she had in her hand because of the anointing in her life and let's make sure you understand that the only way we can do the things we need to do even with the finances and be crafty in it god has to be our first husband you know sometimes we give more credit to our natural husbands than we do the one who first loved us but as you begin to give that love to god that he yearns because he wants the praises of his people he'll begin to show you how to take care of your family like he did the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31. We, as women, we nurture by nature. It's just what we do. And even sometimes when things are dead, we try to nurture them. But as you allow the Holy Spirit, I'm not saying it's going to be comfortable. I'm not saying it's something that we consistently do. But when you become consistent in allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you, direct you, and guide you, and in the finances, because the word tells us that money answereth all. So yes, in this season and in this place in our lives, we need money. We need money for kingdom work. We need money for our family. We need money for businesses. So yes, the Holy Spirit will guide us to all truth. And as women, we nurture. We know how to nurture. You have to make sure that God is your first husband so that you can learn how to properly nourish and properly do what you need to do for your family first. But you can't do for your family first until God becomes that first husband so that he can show you how you should be treated. Our upbringing has to do everything with how we do what we do. And unless we allow the Holy Spirit to really come in those places that is uncomfortable so we can learn how to be comfortable in our uncomfortableness, then we're going to continue life that way. It's not about this. This virtuous woman was not focused on nobody else. She was only focused on what God had given her hand and her family, but she took care of everybody. She wasn't focused on anyone, but she took care of everybody. She she used the money wisely. She used it to build a family. She used it to make her family look good. She used it to make her handmaidens look good. So everybody that was attached to her went because the anointing and the overflow of the all and the extra she gave to her staff. So again, it has to be the anointing of God that shows us how to maneuver and how to manipulate what we have so that we can look like a million bucks, so that we can have 
what we need and overflow and then overflow that we have, we can give those that are attached to us. Knowledge and exposure causes changes. Sometimes we resist change. Why? Because it's not what we're accustomed to. But when you're not accustomed to it and without allowing the Holy Spirit to really get in, even in the finances, we just assume that it's the way it should be. But that's not true. God, when the Holy Spirit comes in, he's there to guide us to all truth. So if you have finances and you ask God, what to do and how to do, then he would come in. But keep in mind, even in your finances, he's not going to override your will. You have to freely give up your will. And sometimes when we freely give up stuff, we feel like we're vulnerable and you are. But if you're vulnerable in God, it changes everything. In other words, you give God the authority to come in and to do what he needs to do in your life. It's not about what other people are thinking. It's about your relationship with God. And as your relationship with God begins to really flourish, and as you really take him as he is, because he is your father, he's your provider, he's our Jehovah Jireh, but he's also Jehovah Shalom, our peace. So in every situation, especially as women, as, as wives, as sisters, and as mothers, there is so much because we are nurturers by nature. But it, when we allow the Holy Spirit spirit to come in and to guide you and to show you what to do and how to do. It changes everything, even in your finances. So we all have seen people that it wasn't working for them. And then it seemed like overnight thing changed. No, they got with the Holy Spirit and they got with the people that are specialists in their area and they began to get the knowledge that they need so they can move forward. I promise you that this virtuous woman wasn't always as knowledgeable, but she became subject to learning and subject to teaching so that she can do what she needed to do. She didn't focus idle time. She wasn't idle. She always used that time to build up her family and build up her husband. And you see her husband safely trusting her. In other words, he give her what she need and that free reign because he knows that she's a virtuous woman. She knows that he knows that she walks with the Lord and she knows that God talks to her. Keep in mind, sometimes we want to do things the way we want to do it. It's not even about our husbands. It's about us. But God wants to come in. He wants to have that free reign so that he can help you in your finances, so he can help you in your relationship, so that you can really recover from everything that's going on in your life and allow God to really cultivate every area of your life, even your finances. Listen, women, we do so much all the time, everywhere, in everything that we do. We are nurturers by nature, but we have to learn how to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and clean some things up that shouldn't even be there. You know, we have some preconceived ideas. We have some mindsets. We have things that um, would not necessarily be there, but because we're so accustomed to them, we will not allow the Holy Spirit. But as we begin to allow the Holy Spirit to take these things away from us, then it'll change the way you look at it. Keep in mind with our finances, my focus is finances and women, how you use them for the benefit and the betterment of your family. So there are universal laws and there are spiritual laws. The universal laws apply to everyone. The spiritual laws applies to those of us who are saved and in the kingdom of God. 
Keep in mind our relationship with our father. He give us witty ideas and inventions. He give us in order for us to be the men and women of God we need to be. We have to allow God to really be who God want to be in our lives. And he loves us and he cares for us more than we care for ourselves. So whenever you're sowing, you have to make sure that if you want something bountifully, then you have to sow that. You know, if it's finances, if it's time, whatever it is, if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. If you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. And you have to make sure that you align your relationship with the Holy Spirit in whatever you do. God will give you ideas and, and people to talk to because there are people that are attached and assigned to your lives. But we are so stuck where we are. So I want to get back to the financial part and I want to ask you some questions. Okay. I want to ask you some questions. I'm going to send this little worksheet for you to actually, um, for you to do. Are you financially literate? Are you financially independent? And the question is whoever get paid first is the richest. Whoever get paid last they don't have any money. So where are you on the totem pole as far as when you pay your bills? So I want to ask a question. Do you know what your financial independence number is? Do you know? Remember, we said financial independence is just having the ability, having enough to pay your bills and not have to be employed by anybody. Do you know what your financial independence number is? And until you hit that financial independence number, you have to make sure that your family and there is money and things left for your kids' kids. The words that leave an inheritance for your kids' kids. So until you hit your financial independence number, then you have to make sure your income is protected. What does that mean? Both you and your husband work or just you work or just your husband work. Y'all, you got to make sure that you protect that income. So if he's bringing in $2,000 a month, we show families how to make sure they protect that $2,000. Even in the event, of untimely event, if he passes away, then that $2,000 can still come into his home for the rest of their lives. That inheritance, the word of God tells us to leave an inheritance for our kids' kids. You guys, well, we can't keep doing the same thing that we've been doing and thinking that we're going to get different results because it's not going to work. So what do we need to do? We need to learn how to be financially independent so that there's an inheritance for our kids' kids. They don't have to start over. And in the event that something happens, the family will not be set and they will not be set with bills, but they will be set so that they can continue to live in the same life or a better life than before. So just keep in mind because of the Holy Spirit and you being that virtuous woman, but keep in mind the Holy Spirit is there to guide you, to make you more virtuous, to make you witty, to make you, to help you get what you need and to make sure your family have everything they need. But the very first thing he wants to do is make sure you okay. So are you, do you have that relationship with him? Are you asking him? 
He's not going to override your will. You have to present it to him because everything he gives us, he wants us to give it back to him. And as you begin to give it back to God, he will take it and stretch that penny, stretch that dollar, stretch that so that it ensure that you leave an inheritance for your kids' kids. But you have to make sure that we are purposeful in the things that we do. So when we become purposeful in the things that we do, God become purposeful in the blessing and allowing us to leave an inheritance for our kids' kids. He'll also give us witty invention. That's, listen, that in itself is inheritance. Your kids now will be born into what God has allowed your hand to create. So again, I ask you the question, do you know what your financial independence number is? So that even during a time of a pandemic, you do not have to worry about your monies because your monies is working for you. And do you know what your um, income protection number is in the untimely event if something happens to you or your husband or whoever the breadwinner is your income is protected and you do not have to start over and you do not inherit the bills of the the loved one that has passed with nothing to pay for them or you have children who are not ready who are young and now you have nothing to put in place for them well, if that's the case, then my name is Dr. Hancock. And again, I am a podcaster. I'm a financial educator. I am also an inventor. Thank you for your time. Listen, women rock.